Hello everyone, good morning to you. Just a reminder, forget about the weekend and last week, if it didn't go to plan, if you didn't do the best you could, all this stuff, guess when you can try and do it again? The best you can is right now, today. So don't stress, leave it go. Only the now matters, because tomorrow is the now tomorrow, if that makes sense. Uh, today I want to talk about a topic and I don't know exactly where it's going to end up, but I think just explaining maybe what Turtle is going to help with this and my view on it and the research and all this stuff. Now, I had a message on Instagram from someone I used to live with saying about last Friday's podcast saying like calorie, basically agreeing that calories are nonsense, right? And I was like, look, it's not. Energy is the main factor behind weight gain. Micronutrient quality is important. Macros is important, but energy, total energy is... The cause of obesity is that people are e- e- eating too much energy, and too much e- energy is easier to consume now than ever before because of foods that are more dense in calories, and they're packaged up, they're easier, right? They're accessible. That's one of the main reasons, and there's other reasons as well, like our emotional um, kind of connection to some of these foods, chocolate, eating out, we're eating out more than ever, takeaways, all this stuff, right? And I was saying that, like, Fresh produce might be cheap-ish to buy, but in the grand scheme of things, it's more expensive than convenience foods in the sense that it takes time to cook, prepare, make meals out of. You've got two or three days of shelf life in these things before they go off when you have to cook them. Um, And you have to assume everybody's going to, especially for your family, going to assume they like the foods you consume, you're going to make from these. And I was saying not every family in the UK can just buy fresh produce and home cook and she was like oh that's nonsense everyone can I do it for 50 pence all that nonsense like you know like this yeah okay amazing you're the perfect person go away now look at the research look at the stats here's the stats for you 66% of the people in the UK are overweight or obese the gap in obesity rates between women from the most and the least deprived areas economically is 17 percentage points which is massive the gap in overweight and obese rates between children from the least and the most Affluent families in the UK is larger than any in the EU. Is twenty six percentage points. This is me- this is a huge difference. A massive link between how much money, the areas they are in, the, the environment they're in, the access to food they have, the specific foods, the money they have. Is it likely the education passed down from the family as well, and the people who have got money in affluent areas. Um, and there's a, there's, this is such a big problem that it can't be explained in a few things like, oh, because they're eating the wrong foods for their gut. If they were eating plants, like, let's get them to eat plants. Well, here's the thing, and I've tried to explain to this girl, just because buying fresh fruit fruit and fresh vegetables and fresh food is not that expensive, it doesn't mean it's very convenient for families that have got low income, who've got kids, single mothers, single fathers, whatever. Um, they need things that are convenient for one. They need variety. They need things that have got a longer shelf life. Um, education is lower, maybe, and it's just a lot easier. So, for example, my diet, where I'm from, my mother used to have like 10 quid a week spare after paying the bills, so she had no room to get it wrong. So, in a sense, no room to cook fresh food and not, and it not be served that night. Um, I had to buy a variety of stuff, so I'd package it with my... The fridge was uh, sausage rolls, still is to this day, like sausage rolls, scotch eggs, pasties... Um, fridge raiders, uh, those burgers, those one minute burgers, those microwave meals, tinned minced meat, <laughs> uh, some yogurts and cereal. Kind of that's the base, right? 
And those foods last a week in the fridge or whatever. You can go in, you can have one, you you, you the eating times. One of the biggest differences I actually see is that when I speak to my friends back home and my upbringing versus people who've got more money and upbringing, they definitely have more set meal times between the families. They sit down and home cook meals. They've got less stress in a sense. They've got less financial stress for sure. More time to really think about these bigger things and about food quality and all that. And fresh fresh, fresh food is and cooking home cooked meals is, is a, in, obviously going to be a higher rate in those families and po- families that are poorer. And you think of these families, the stress they're under, if you were to take my mother, who's not a unique in that sense, a lot of families going through the exact same struggles, working really tough jobs, kids to look after, limited money, no time to really cook every night and clean up afterwards, have to ensure kids can eat when they're hungry and not obviously beg, and please go make me something, go and see the fridge or something there for you, Karina, right? This is a huge thing that comes into it. That's why children now, their diets are worse. You know, there's a lot of factors that go into it, and it's not as easy as to say, go and just eat healthier foods. That's clearly not working. Move more, eat less, uh, eat less, move more, they say. That doesn't work. You know, they're working from this illusionary state, and that's why it really it really does annoy me when these people say, like, well, it's easier to cook healthy meals, why don't you just do it? All right, let me tell you how to get, become a millionaire. It's really easy, right? So if you put £1,000 a month into an index fund, for the next 30 years, you'll probably be a millionaire, at least a few million. Easy enough. No shit. Obviously, we got to eat. Uh, we want to eat fresher foods, and but the thing, it all comes down to this, right? So you got companies like that guy in Friday with that podcast. He's got a company called Zoe. They send you a continuous blood glucose monitor to pin pin into your arm, right? It's like a little injection to to track your blood glucose with the meals you eat. Again, that monitor is not 100% effective. It's like sometimes 30 to 40% off in some of the research I read. So he's claiming restaurants are off 30%, which means counting calories is pointless. Well, mate, your blood glucose monitor is in 100%. So is that pointless? Of course not. You're selling it. We're not selling anything to Turtle in terms of calories and macros. The calories and macros are here whether we like it or not. Whether Turtle is alive or dead, calories and macros are here. Slimming points and their sins will be dead if Slimming Will dies. Weight Watchers points will be dead if they die. Zoe points and stuff, they'll be dead when they die. So they can give you these point systems that you rely on them for, right? So they want you to do this stuff, blood pricking, and you have these uh, these impacts with the foods. And uh, I'm really coming from the psychological part as well. Like, I understand how stressful it is to eat good food. Like, uh, oh, sorry, how stressful it is to decide what to eat, how stressful it is to know what to do. It's overwhelming. Imagine reading one thing today and the next thing is contradicting you're just like I give up what's the point I'm just going to go and binge eat take, put my head in the sand I'm going to eat my uh, eat my emotions you know it's so stressful I can't be dealing with it um, oh I've just eaten that and apparently that's bad now oh my god I've, I've had a packaged food I must be terrible why am I eating foods that are bad for me I'm such a you know like that's where people are going to go down the psychological damage of these black and white thinking with these people and scaremongering tactics is, is horrendous and it really, it really annoys me when people do this because if we were to put the plan together that really does impact and makes effects, so if 66% of the population is overweight, we need people to lose some weight. We know by the research losing 5-10% of your body weight has a big health improvements in tests, right? So if someone weighs 200 pounds, if you lose 20 pounds, which will take 20 weeks for turtle because it would do a gradual approach, big health benefits from that. So why don't we start there? Why don't we get people there? The main co- the cause of obesity is overconsumption of energy from foods. So we need to reduce the energy from foods. We use calories to track the energy. Okay, we can u- we use macro ca- 
you know, macros contains calories. So if you track macros, you're also tracking your calories by default. So we're just using calories as the way to measure the energy we're consuming. There's nothing bad with calories. It's just that's the purpose of it. That's what it should be used for. Let's not demonize people of having more calories from fruity, fruity, plant-based diets. And some people have got more calories from maybe ready meals and stuff like that. Like, let's not start demonizing, well, they're better than you. Well, let's all get to the same page first. Why don't we try and get the population of the UK from being overweight to the to be not overweight, obviously. But we do that by reducing energy intake to start with. Start from the fact, start from the simple terms. So your energy intake must come down if you want to lose fat, okay? Food quality matters, but when it comes to fat loss, it's not the most important thing. Energy is. Energy matters, macronutrients matter, so protein, carbs, and fat, they matter, and micronutrient quality, they all equally matter. In the perfect world, we would be eating the exact amount of energy we need per day with our micronutrients taken care of with a good amount of protein, carbs, and fats, and we would have them freshly made, okay, from the grandmother's back garden, veggies, okay, that's what, the perfect world is that. We don't work, we don't live in a utopia, unfortunately. So, energy deficit first. We do the energy deficit via macros with turtle because we know the importance of macros. So we go, if you eat enough protein, that's going to help with your satiety, it's going to help with your hunger. Eat enough fats, hormones and all that type of stuff carbs it's good to track to see where you are energy levels and it's also good to realize if i eat carbs and i and i lose weight carbs aren't the devil the monster people have told me are because they're not which is an important realization we want people to have so don't be scared of carbs and by the time you do lose some weight eating the food you love because if you start people from you have to transform the entire diet so you go from i'm overweight i need to lose weight okay what it is is these guts bacterias and guts things bugs and whatever they call them there's trillions of them we need to improve your gut environment of gut so if you just eat these plants and stuff it'll improve your gut and if you improve your gut you'll be healthier and then i go right okay i'll do that sounds very very good so what can i eat okay you eat these 30 plants veggies legumes beans fermented foods okay so i got that like limited supply of foods to eat right there's little plants and all that. okay day three in starving Oh, I hate plants. I can't eat more. F- I can't eat more beans. I can't eat. Uh, I just want to have. Just want to have a cookie. Just want to have a chocolate bar. My friends asked me to go for a walk, and they got muffins. In work, they've said you want this cupcake. I got drinks on Friday. My friends, what am I going to do? Well, I can't have drinks because it's not part of the plants, right? That's what happens. The reality is, it doesn't work. So why don't we say you can you can have the exact same lifestyle? Let's track the lifestyle you have right now. We we'll see how many steps you're doing. And see what how much energy you're consuming, and we will know the breakdown of macros. Okay, let's start from there. And when we work from there, so we say, okay, your protein's low, let's increase that by adding protein yogurts or protein mousse or protein powder or increasing your protein portion size. Your calories are over. Where can we cut some calories? Okay, do you need a snack? No, okay. Do you need to have this much for breakfast? Can we cut a bit off? Can we cut 10% of that off? Yeah, okay. We do small tweaks. And how much, how many drinks do you have on a Friday? I usually have four. Can you have three? Okay. And at the end of it, you don't feel like you've dieted at all. You don't feel like you've done any change, but you've, you're losing weight and you've lost the 20 pounds. You've got the health benefits. You're still consuming the food you love. You're still, you've worked from yourself. You've, you've moved your steps up from 2,000 a day to 4,000 a day. Happy days, like. And, and that's where we, that's the road we're going down, guys. We're turtle. We're all doing this. I'm going to do um, the performance club seminar coming soon for people who want to maximize performance. So we're all in this different part of the journey, right? And I mention that because you eventually start with energy, you start with eating the foods you already like, convenient foods, so then you start getting motivation, you've lost some weight, you're feeling good, you're like, oh wow, what if I replaced, like, 
my cereal with more fruit? What if I replace this with more nutrient dense foods? What if I did that? And you start making these tweaks and going, oh yeah, I feel better. Oh wait, actually that gives me bloating. Oh, that's better for me. You keep your protein high. You might go lower carb, higher carb. You start doing this and you go, all right, came great. I've lost the weight. I'm feeling good. I want to perform better now. I want to do better at strength training. I want to be a better runner. I want to be better at sport. And a lot of people get to this point and you go, right, what's important beyond energy? So the most important thing is energy. You still have to make sure you're eating enough energy. Your macronutrients are important, especially if you're doing sports and stuff like that. And the gym, you want to be eating enough carbs, right? Then it gets to the point where you're like, well, maybe I should have this meal before, an hour before I do my games or training and see if that helps me, if I feel better in the gym, or should I have this? And you start tweaking from there, but you're tweaking from what you are, not tweaking from where you should be, right? Going down this path, down this path, and you're in a position where eventually you don't have to track your protein and macros, you only be able to track, you don't, you won't have to track your macros and calories fully, you'll just track your protein and calories, a feature we've already brought in. Eventually you'll only start tracking your protein, and eventually you'll be like, a guru in your own health and you'll be like, oh yeah, I get, I know what meals I should be eating now, I know it's got protein in there, I've got to measure and blah, blah, blah. And then you kind of just do some mindfulness, maybe you'll do some journaling in the turtle app about like, that meal, I was really hungry before it, this is what I ate after I felt satisfied, this is my extra thoughts, and you just kind of mindfulness journal uh, your meals you eat and then eventually you'll be able to get in tune with that and it comes back down to then mindfulness each day to ensure that, are we being moderate? Are we eating in moderation? What I now know what moderation is for me. That's the most important part. And then we go from there. That's kind of the road we're going down, right? We don't need to go down these, like, hooking into machines, getting blood, like, minute blood glucose and gut. If there's trillions of guts, bacteria, how is, how, like, you know, is really eating this food, this is food going to make a huge difference to it? Or is actually having our total body fat down, being active, doing some strength training and having a good ratio of macros. Isn't that just going to, isn't that going to be good enough? Surely, surely that'll be good enough. I think so. A lot of the people's problems today is because we're overweight we're in, and we are eating foods that are, you know, not very filling and we're eating a lot of foods that are uh, low in nutrients, of course. And there's a lot of research on this. We are micronutrient dense wise. We are low. Everybody is. And there's an interesting study comparing bikini competitors, female bikini competitors eating a clean diet, which is kind of what this guy is advocating with plants and um, plants and uh, fresh food. And there was the other diet where it was called the macro-based diet, and they told these ones to eat whatever foods they wanted as long as they hit the macros. So both groups are got the same targets, essentially, but different ways of going about achieving those targets. One is very rigid with a clean eating. One is very flexible. The flexible group, macro group, even though they didn't eat as clean as the other group, actually consumed more um, vitamins and minerals, micro micronutrients, right? So just because you're eating clean doesn't mean you're eating more nutrients um, in your diet. So it's a bit of a, it's a bit of mix. We obviously want to start going from eating more quick processed foods, packaged foods and all that stuff. You want to go from having that sausage roll or whatever to taking our snack away and having a full meal, of course we want to move towards that, but we've got to do it in a way that's manageable for the person. And actually the 80-20 law, the 80-20 rule, you know, the 20% of roads contain 80% of traffic, 20% of the population contains 80% of the wealth. You know, this is kind of, the numbers aren't exact, but it is bang on, go and look at the, go read the book, 80-20 Pareto's principle is fascinating. There's also another principle, it's the twenty of the just twenty of the twenty and the eighty of the eighty. So if twenty percent of traffic is on eighty percent of the roads, four percent, so twenty of the twenty, four percent 
so, so if tw sorry, if 20% of roads have got 80% of the traffic, the 20 of the 20s are 4% of the roads have got 80 of the 80, which is 64, so 80% of 80 is 64. So 4% of the roads have got 64% of the traffic. So we think of it this way, what is that power, the, the power for? What is the power for in everything we do in our lives? What is the power our that we do in our day-to-day -day that gives us the most benefits? Some of you say, my morning hour to myself, oh, that is the main thing that gives me my health, my mindfulness, all that stuff. That hour in the gym. When it comes to nutrition, when it comes to fat loss, that four that brings back the majority, the 80, right, the 64 to 80%, is the energy. Energy deficit is the main thing to focus on to start with. Then you've got the macronutrients. You've got protein, carbs, and fat. And then you've got the micronutrients. Equally important, but first of all, energy. <laughs> so let's focus on energy. Does that make sense? So let's not work from this illusionally perfect. People will tell you, yes, I home cook every meal I do. Everything's fresh. I do all this stuff. La, 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 la. Good for you. You can still over-consume calories and not be... And you're still trying to lose weight. So... Good for you. I mean, people have got different dieting, you know, requirements, different foods. You can't just uh, tell everyone to eat fresh and that's it. And that's the only way to get healthy. We'll, we'll, we don't live in our world. So I want you all to take from this that whatever path of the process you're on is the work from you where you are today. Not the illusion of what people are telling you to be. Um, if you are really at the start of the process and you got, you feel like you've got a lot of weight to lose... I want you to ignore the internet, track what you're actually eating. Calories do exist. Calories is a unit of measurement of energy from food. It's real. So if you're tracking your food, you're tracking the energy you consume from your food and the macros, that's a real thing. It's not made up. <laughs> like that's a, It's a scientific thing. Um, and if you're, you will know if you're eating too much energy and then we reduce the energy you're consuming. And we need to track your steps, which is easy to do. Easy to track your steps. And we can increase your steps over time. Those are the two main things to do. Two main focuses of that. And the mindfulness stuff, the psychological. This is what I'm really defending the most, is the psychological. Never judge you for eating a burger. I'll never judge you for having a day where you've eaten ready meals all day. Never judge you for having quick meals. I never judge any of that stuff, right? Um, so please don't judge yourself. Don't over try and be perfect. Just start. And if you're starting, just track for now, okay? And we move from there. So have a good day, and I'll um, speak to you all soon.